This week's episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Amori Italy Pizza. If you guys are ever in upstate New York, driving through the town of Corinth, or if you're from there, Corinth, uh, make sure you stop at the local Stewart's, not for their pizza, but because Amore Italy Pizza is in the same plaza. Arguably the biggest slices in the league, owned by an absolute beauty. Uh, if you guys get a chance, head on over there and let him know that the guys from Morning Skate sent you there. Tisov for the Devils plays it cross ice into the far corner. Matteau swoops in to intercept. Matteau behind the net. Swings it in front. He scores! Matteau! 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 Stephen Matteau! And the Rangers have one more hill to climb, baby! But it's Here we go! Thomas Sarek! Has been begging to go with Lucic. Lucic under. Cracks him with the right. Lucic gets it in the air. Turtles. Commissaric down. And Lucic taunts the Montreal bench. The waiting is over. The New York Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions. And this one will last the last. Welcome back, everybody. It's Ked here, Ked, Hal, and uh, my buddy Brian Sisti is going to hop on the podcast with us. Uh, we're going to talk about the internet. What is it called? The internet. Hal, help me out. IIHF, International Ice Hockey Federation. There you go. We're going to talk about that for a little bit. We're going to, uh, and then kind of get into the playoff series, which are currently occurring. Um, so yeah, without further ado, just hop right into it. So just a couple things with the IHF. First off, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with this, but I could care less about this fucking tournament. Every year it comes on and the U.S. suck. Jimmy Howard's always the goalie, always fucking losing. That's why I fucking hate the guy. I remember a couple years ago we lost to Switzerland like 8-1. to one, and There's no reason the U.S. should be losing to Switzerland. They lose to Germany the other day. Jack Eichel had 10 shots on goal. It was actually pretty funny. I don't know if you guys have seen the commercials on uh, NB- NBCSN or NHL Network where it shows, like, the uh, the U.S. World Cup team and it shows, like, the women's team and how, like, we've been very successful. And he's like, and they're, like, now on to the IHF. And it's, like, Johnny Gaudreau, Dylan Larkin. And then and then it goes, Anders Lee. So, yeah, we, we, we got a big fucking roster out there. What do you guys have with, uh, with the IHF? Uh, I don't know. I don't have much on it either. I don't watch it. Uh, I guess the only point of interest I think some people see is, like, European teams. Some people have, like, prospects out there. I know, like, the Bruins have McAvoy, so I'm not watching the games, but I'm, like, reading online about how he did and trying to watch highlights if he did something good. So, I mean, I, I think that's, like, the small percentage of, like, interest you get in that tournament. But, I mean, other than that... I'm gonna call a quick. I'm gonna call a quick pause on your take right now, Hal. Just really quick, the Edmonton Oilers are about to come on, and there's this douchebag in the middle of the fucking stand singing the national anthem. Is anybody else watching this? Because I think this is so fucking stupid. Like, look at this fucking guy. Who are you? Why not just like 
keep them in the fucking ice. You know what I mean? Like, why does he have to be up with the crowd? That is, that's just attention. That guy just wants fucking attention. Do it the right way. Uh, Go on the fucking ice. Sing it. G- give me the fucking uh, what's your what's your guys' name on the Bruins who sings it? Oh fucking uh, Renee. Yeah, Renee. Renee. Yeah, give me three fucking uh, fist pumps and call it a day. Not this guy who's standing with his hand up pretending to get really emotional at Edmonton. I'm this guy needs to take a lap. But sorry, back to the IHF. Keep going, Hal. That's all I have on that. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about specific topics going on within that or if you just want to talk about it in general well there's there's one specific topic i would like to talk about uh francois mark edward um bellamar don't know his first name just kind of going with that i i tried picking the softest thing ever because he's french and we always have to save the french whether it's war or hockey uh he wins player of the game and he, he doesn't accept it. He gives it to his goalie. Now, everybody on Twitter is, is sucking this guy's dick and eating his asshole, telling, oh, my God, this guy's unbelievable. So much respect. I, I, like, this guy, he should he should get the Nobel Peace Prize. All this fucking really stupid. Am I the only person on planet Earth that think this guy's an absolute fucking loser? Uh, well, it doesn't shock me that you have a problem with this specifically. But... Um, in my opinion, I mean, like, I guess it's not really a big deal. Like, 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 good for the fucking kid who gave his like trophy to the goalie. But I don't know. I don't really have a big problem with it. Just let him. What about you, Hal? Uh, I don't. I don't personally have a problem with it because it's whatever. But I could see where somebody could have a problem with it. Like. I kind of looked just, it was just like kind of cheesy. Like, it's not make a wish yeah. foundation. Like, sure, that kid's never going to have like a big moment again in his career, but like, I don't know. Do you really have to go do that and then like fucking just make it? It kind of becomes all about him. Like, he's saying it's all about that guy, but in reality, it's all about him. It's like that JJ Watt effect. People who talk like that, that's how, I don't know. Wait, I just big think question. It's was the kid a captain? He's a goalie. No, the kid who gave the award away. Was he like a. He's assistant captain. I don't think that that matters. I still think he's a fucking loser. I, I think that's a little bit in play. Here's 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 two things for me. Number one, could you guys ever imagine me winning an award and being like, "No thanks, I'm going to give it to somebody else." Well, obviously, not. obviously, fucking not. I earned that award. I'm an all star. Go fuck yourself. Secondly, if I'm the guy who, like, let's say my teammate wins an award and he's like, "Hey, I'd like this guy to get it." I'd probably beat the fuck out of that guy. I don't want your charity fucking award. Yeah. You're making no, me you look know. like an asshole. You know what I actually think they said? Like, this never happens. Like, this is awesome. It doesn't happen because it's a fucking... It is kind of like an Instagram-like move when a girl throws out a picture knowing she's going to get a ton of likes. Like, this guy it doesn't happen because most leaders do it in the locker room, like, in front of their team. Like, they right. don't need the media to see it. I feel like if they do it in the locker room, it's a little different. Like, you see that shit all the time. That's so spot on about the the Instagram thing too. Like that's such like, like a hot girl taking a picture of her ass, posting on Instagram, and then guys are like, "Hey, your ass is really nice," and she's like, "Stop looking at my ass. I have a great personality." It's kind of like very yeah. similar to that. Do it in the locker room. The media will still find about find out about it and like write about it anyway. So who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, I'm very out on this guy. If I was the Flyers, I'd release him. I don't want that on my team. I think a very Flyers-like move would to be, like, strip Claude with the captaincy and give it to this Oh, captain. my God. That's another thing that I wanted to talk about, the IIHF. Did you guys see Racco Gudis punch fucking Claude Giroux in the face? Because that was yes. one of the funniest things I've seen yeah. in a very long time. Wow. 
That was fucked up, man. Well, earlier this year, Sissy, I, I don't know if you listened to that episode, we found out that Michael Neuvrith, uh knocked up Ratko Gudis' sister. So I'm thinking, oh, like, maybe a little bit of a spin zone here. I don't think the locker room's doing that well in Philly. And I think maybe Gudis is lashing out on Claude Giroux because Claude Giroux's a captain. He's supposed to have, you know... I guess pull when it comes to the locker room. He's probably like, "Hey, Claude, like maybe be a captain and the backup goalie won't fill my sister." I mean, Gudis is just a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> there's really, yeah. there's really no other way to describe that dude. I feel like he's in that. He's not in the NHL right now, so Gary Bettman can't find him. So he's just kind of living it up overseas. Lee, that kind. Of... <laughs> I feel like he's gonna get his cheap shots. In. He didn't yeah. care who was skating behind him. He was throwing that little. Stuff no, dude. Him. I think he knew. I think he knew it. That that's like yeah. when that's like when I'm sleeping and like you and I are like good good friends, Ryan. But like, there's been times where you have to try to wake me up, and I just I just fucking freak out. I think it was kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I think he definitely saw Giroux and hit him. But I still think regardless, he was gonna hit whoever that was. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like it was, it's a great video. You see Claude coming, come gliding through, like, "Hey, Radko, calm down," just right to the face. Yeah, yeah, that was a great clip. And then there was that last one where that guy got a skate to the face. I didn't that? see that one. I didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really feel like talking about it. This guy was basically right. there's these two guys getting it. Yes, let's go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Can we get a score update? One nothing, Edmonton. One nothing, Edmonton. We're a podcast. One nothing, Edmonton. Drive, drive, cycle on a muffin on a breakaway. I took the over on this. Okay. All right. That's I. I honestly, I honestly think watching watching the game is more exciting than talking about that. So we probably shouldn't talk about that. And just move on. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So let's let's we're we're gonna do a little playoff right, playoff series breakdown. Let's start with the one that's over. The Predators just beat the St. Louis Blues, and they're moving on to the uh, Western Conference semifinals for the first time in uh, franchise history. Mike Fisher, beautiful man, Carrie Underwood in the stands. Uh, Romeo Yossi's great. Pekka Rene is playing like the Pekka Rene that the Predators fans have been talking about forever, but it hasn't been like accurate, and now it kind of is. Uh, P.K. Subban's in the spotlight. I f- Dude, I bet when P.K. got traded, he's like, fuck, I have to go to Nashville now, and now you look at Nashville, and they're in the semis in Montreal years away from making that um i don't know pretty pretty fun series to watch the more i watch the st louis blues i always kind of like the st louis blues because more of their david backus type era but now they have like kevin perron and alex steen and now i just i don't really like the blues so I'm, I'm glad that they lost uh what do you guys have on this series and what do you have on the preds uh going to the next round um, quick on the Blues. I've always been an Oshie guy, so once Oshie left the Blues, I totally lost follow. Interest, in yeah. Story. Yeah, I just left them out to dry. Um, but then, I don't know. What do you think, Lee? <laughs> that that uh, was inspiring. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the Blues. I love, I love how you, I love how you call David Prawn Kevin Prawn. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck, dude! That one's my bad. <laughs> so, good there's on you, no, man. there's no relation there. I just don't like Prawn because he wears like a fucking like tin advisor and he's a fake tough guy. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I never was on the Blues. Like, I always have a question mark about Jake Allen. You're right. They used to be kind of a different team. Now they have like Mike Yao as their coach or whatever. Oh, I hate like, that guy too, dude. I can't respect anybody who's yeah. under the age of like fifty and he's bald. 
does it on purpose. (laughs) He's not great. So I was kind of out on the Blues all along. And yeah, I mean, I could echo everything you said about the Predators. The Predators are really dangerous, though. They're quick. They're a fast team. They check hard. I love Cody McLeod. That guy's gritty as fuck. Real, real deal. Neil, shout out to Jimmy Murray, his favorite yeah. player. The the grand in the grand scheme of things, it is just really hard to score goals against them with a combination of Pekarene and their defense. Uh, Ryan Ellis has been a fucking stud, dude. Yeah. Their defense is like instant offense too. It's like shuts you down, and they run they run three very good lines. Isn't that kind of funny when you when you have more than two defensemen? that are good, that you can be good in the playoffs. Isn't that weird, Sist? Well, they, yeah, they have, they have four defensemen that split 50-50. They play 30 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy, right? Like, you think, like, maybe another coach would want to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get uh, into that a little bit later. Go Preds. Shout out to the Spencer family, who are probably fully torched just walking around Boner Cities around their house right now. Um, never met the only predator family I know. I love it. Hardcore predator family too. Like that isn't like a bandwagon thing. Like those guys have loved the Preds since Wait, day real one. Quick. For Rangers' sake, who would you rather play, Preds or Anaheim or Edmonton? I'd rather the. We're gonna talk. They're not. It doesn't even matter. They're not gonna make it. That's a fucking clown question. Okay. 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 All right. Moving on. Uh, next series, we'll we'll stick to the Western Conference. We're watching it right now. Currently, Anaheim's leading the series three two. Edmonton's up one nothing in Game Six in Edmonton. This is, I think this has been the most fun series to watch. I think I said that last week. Uh, there was, I remember the other night, it was Friday night. I was fucking really tired, and Edmonton was up, and I was like, thank God I get to go to sleep. And then they, fucking the Ducks scored three goals in under three minutes with their goalie pulled. Uh, one of the craziest things I've ever seen happen. Jeremy Roenick was loving it. Uh I mean, who do you guys got in this series? The Ducks have actually looked very good. I think Ryan Getzlav has been the best forward in the playoffs. Guy's just carrying his team on his back. Uh, he He's a balding center. Maybe maybe another balding center should take note, and that's what you're supposed to be when you're a real man and you're a centerpiece of your team. Uh, what do you guys have on this series? Uh, I, I mean, I, I think regardless – it should be noted that I firmly believe at this point that the three West Coast teams that are left are going to be, one of those two is going to win the Cup. You think it's Western Conference no matter what? I don't know. I think these two teams, Edmonton, Anaheim, and then Nashville are all extremely dangerous. I don't think there's anything comparable in the East right now. I think Pittsburgh's pretty fucking good. And that's kind of, a good, that's kind of a good it, segue. It is. But, I mean, if I would go back to the series really quick, I, I don't know. I don't know who I like. I could easily see Edmonton winning Game Six and Game Seven. Anybody's guess. I think they're both. They're kind of evenly matched. There's a lot of like physical, fast hockey is what they both both play. Like, whoever, I love it. whoever comes out of the West is going to be the best hockey team left in the NHL at that given point. Yeah. Well, I'm going to strongly disagree with you guys, and this is going to bring it bring me into my next series matchup with the Penguins and the Capitals. I don't think anybody's going to beat the Penguins. Uh, a couple of storylines that are going on with that. Sidney Crosby got concussed and he's out three days and comes back. The whole hockey community, there's so much drama about this and whether or not uh, Crosby should be back, the rush gun, blah, 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 blah. Um, a couple quick things about the Penguins. I bet they're pretty happy they didn't trade Flurry at the deadline. That was huge for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, who would have thought Murray would have went down? But, I mean, you have another Stanley Cup goalie on your bench. It's got to be pretty nice. Uh, I mean, the Penguins, they play fast hockey, too. And the, the thing about them is 
unlike uh, I mean, the Blackhawks are kind of like this too, but they have a lot of guys that are making a ton of money, and then somehow they get like these little fucking guys that like make no money that make such an impact, like Brian Rust, Connor Sheary. Uh, there's a fucking I forget it. There's one guy on their team, Noknoddle or whatever. I don't know his fucking name. Whatever's going on. Uh, Kunakul, yeah. Hey, quick pause with this series. Cogliano's like dead, so. <laughs> yeah, he just got rocked. Yeah. Oh, he's he's leaking everywhere. All right. Sorry. Great radio here. Um. Yeah, Kunakul. So I think the Pens are good, and also this is this is kind of my favorite time of the year because it's it's automatic. You know, the Washington Capitals are gonna choke. I'm so happy about that because I I know some Washington Capitol fans and I've never met one that I actually like or respect. Uh. It's just nice. It's I, I love seeing the fucking Capitals always lose. It it, it really makes me feel great. It, make, it makes me believe that the fact that the, you know the world's still spinning. So, what do you guys have in this? I have the Pens. They're gonna win the next game. They're gonna move on. What do you guys got with that? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to start off Ken, by saying, like our season prediction podcast. People may forget I predicted the Penguins were the team to beat, and you told me to go fuck myself. That's so, that's so. back. That's back when I believed in a coach and a system. That was going to work. That didn't work because a coach is a, a French-Canadian asshole who believes in people that can't play hockey. But, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I mean, I think Pittsburgh's going to win this series. I mean, I think Washington's going to make something of it. But I don't know. Well, I can't figure out Washington. It's weird because I've, I've always been a huge Alexander Ovechkin supporter. But, like, sometimes I just feel like he's not there. Mm-hmm. And like, but he is there. But it just doesn't look like it sometimes. And when they're when the Washington Capitals are off, they're like off. They look really weird when they're not on their game. I think Ovi. I think Ovi would be more uh, suited for an assistant captain type role. Like I feel like when all the pressure kind of gets on him, I think he's kind of a head case. Where if he was like not the go to guy, I guess I feel like he would just fucking tear shit up. I yeah, started thinking that. I've started thinking the same exact thing recently that Ovechkin cannot be the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. Which is hard because he like yeah. is on any team, you know. See, I'm, I'm, I've always said it. I'm a big Ovechkin guy. I would love to see him win a cup. Um, but I think the only reason a, a cup would go to the East this year is because we have way better goaltending. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Fleury's played very well. Yeah, I give it. Up. Lunkless, Flurry, those two are as good. Or Craig Anderson, yeah. Albert Anderson and actually Craig Raymond is pretty good, but I don't know. So you guys got pens or caps? Pens. Pens. There you go. And now moving on to probably what everybody has been waiting to hear. Uh, so last week I predicted the Sens in four, the Rangers win. Two games pretty handedly, and I'm getting texts from Hal and Kevin Vlenny pretty much calling me a fucking idiot. Uh, I got a video made. There's a picture of me in a Rangers uniform, and then Ryan took the audio of what I said behind it, so that's kind of going around a group message right now. It was threatened to be tweeted out when the Rangers win this series, which is laughed out loud funny. Uh, this team stinks, like I said last week. They don't have a coach who knows anything other than, you know, winning regular season titles. Um, what else? Uh, this is not – just to clarify, though, although, like, from last week to this week, your predictions are the same. Like, you're leaving out, like, Wednesday to Friday, Ted, who was, like, ecstatic. I don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> that that's that's what we like to call in the business hearsay. Um, I've been on this. All right, break it down. Uh, he, I'm gonna break it down for you. So Rangers, Henrik Lundqvist, unbelievable goalie. Uh, forward line's pretty good. We got Tanner Glass. Tanner Glass in the lineup, who's added a new element of physicality, which is something the Rangers have been looking forward to, because ever since we got this French-Canadian pussy, our team has been lacking in any sort of grit category. So now Glass is in the lineup, and who knows? Oh, wow, look, the Rangers start winning games. Um, game two, Mark Stahl led her. I'm pretty sure he led the Rangers defenseman in ice time. There was a lot of uh, backlash on that, so... AV, you know, he probably got scared and he didn't want to get made fun of anymore. So he kind of glued Stahl and Holden to the bench for games uh, three and four, in which the Rangers win. Fast forward to game five, the Rangers are up uh, one goal with about a minute left. Actually, I'm going to rewind a little bit before that. With five minutes and four seconds remaining in the third period, Brady Shea, arguably our best defenseman in this entire playoffs, doesn't even get a single shift on the ice. Uh, instead, AV... Uh, he was quoted that he believes in his veterans, and if the veterans are playing well, he's going to play them. So, yeah, why not put out Mark Stahl with a minute 30 left to go in the game? Uh, and uh, typical fashion, pucks in the corner. Mark Stahl has all the time in the world to clear it. Uh, he he does his own thing, which is, I mean, it's pretty standard by now. Every time he gets a puck, he turns it over. They turn the puck over. There's a shot on net. Mark Stahl's in front. He's not tying up anybody. Uh, puck goes in the back of the net. Uh, as soon as that happened, I, I knew exactly what the fuck was going to happen. And Ottawa goes into, uh, overtime. We score, it's waved off on a high stick, which that, that was the correct call. Um, a couple minutes later, Kyle Turris takes a shot at the blue line in which Dan Girardi thought he needed to get in front of. He blocks it, goes back to Turris and Turris comes in, B-Tank. Senators are up, uh, what is it? Three games to two. So maybe I was a little bit wrong. I said Sens were going to sweep, but I think in the main scheme of things, I was just going to say that the Sens are going to beat the Rangers. That's exactly what's going to happen when you have a shitty hockey coach and you have a shitty fucking uh, defense. Mark Stahl, um, I've said this probably a week after week, year after year. Whoever took that slap shot on the Flyers that hit him in the face, I wish you got a little bit more into it. Um, this guy, he, he's a piss-poor hockey player. I'm a beer league all-star. I win pretty much every tournament I am. I'm ever playing. I'm not claiming to be an NHL anywhere close to being in the NHL, but I will say this. You give me 10 one-on-ones against uh, Mark Stahl, I get around him probably three times. He's that bad. And if, if you're in the NHL, that should not be happening. So that's that's my – the Rangers are done. They're cooked. I'm hoping, you know, they fire A.V. in the offseason and they buy out Stahl's contract. But knowing my luck, they're probably going to extend A.V. for another 10 years and they're going to lock up. Mark Stahl until he's fifty years old. I'm gonna have to watch him play hockey till I'm forty. What are your guys' thoughts? I hate the New York Rangers so much. Right they now. stink. The organization. They stink. The fact that they lost that game six says everything about them as a fucking organization. Oh wait, can I also get into one other thing I completely forgot to talk about? Uh, sure. There, there was a point in which. Ottawa was fucking going off the rails, playing really well, and Henrik Lundqvist had to stand on his head. So, of course, Hank gets a little bit pissed off, and Derek Stepan comes up to him and tells him to relax. Derek Stepan, who the fuck are you? You are a fucking shitty excuse for a fucking hockey player. You're a center, right? You're getting paid almost $6 million a year, and I don't think the guys want to face off in four years. The last face off he won was four years ago, and it was on a fluke, probably against somebody with one arm. 
Uh, Derek, Derek Stepan, you are fucking terrible. Like, absolutely fucking terrible. Derek Stepan, Mark Stahl, do me a favor. You know, ride, get in a car together, ride, and just drive on the wrong side of the fucking road as fast as you can. <laughs> Please. I was going to say, I would just trade Derek Stepan and Stahl and just train him for a bag of pucks. Trading, trading's not enough. I, the fact that I live in a world that they exist pisses me off. Pisses me off. So now you can talk about whatever you want. Because if I keep talking about Mark Stahl and Derek Stepan, I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm. Do you think that trade for Broussard could have been Stepan? Or do they not have the same value? Um, man, I don't know. I uh, I think Stepan probably had a little bit more value than fucking Derek Broussard did. Because for, I would have got, got rid of Stepan in a second over Broussard. Yeah. He's slow. He's bad. He uh, he shoots the puck. I mean, he never hits the fucking net. But but don't worry. At the end of the day, he's he's like that dickhead on your youth hockey team that like their mom is doing the scoreboard, and after every goal, the mom puts his name down on the list. So it lo- makes it look like he has a lot of points, and he's like a very good hockey player. But in reality, that's just not happening. What do you have, Hal? What do you what do you think on this series? I don't know. It's a fuck. It's like a clusterfuck. I don't. There's like I understand where you guys are coming from, being so frustrated. It's almost like gives me anxiety to just watch it from the outside. Because this Ottawa team's really not that good. No. Like if your team is gonna have a chance winning the Stanley Cup, like this should be a pretty automatic series. Yep. Like. And then when I think about it too, from my perspective, like I remember I went to the Bruins Rangers and like. Early December, maybe it was late November. I finally, I thought the Bruins were like going to be a playoff team, maybe like an eight seed. I was feeling pretty good, and the Rangers came in and they like whooped them, like six to one. They're like flying all over the ice. They are hitting everything. Was this a, was like, it, was this the regular season, Ryan? Yeah, uh, yeah exactly, saying, exactly. That's what, I know, but that's my point. Like, where is that team? Where is that team? Because that team is good, and they have the speed. They have the speed to break. That stupid forecheck that Ottawa has, like, they have everything they need to beat that team. I don't see why it's happening. It's happening because you only have two defensemen in your in your uh, out of your six that can actually play to a level of NHL hockey. That's why. And uh, Vinny, I hate Vinny too. I oh, mean, I do too. I do too. And and, you know, some- and I hate the New York media too because after games like that, he should be fucking crucified for not having Brady Shea out for the last five minutes. But they ask him the easiest fucking questions, and he just he fucking gets out. Like w- when Gordon came from the Bruins, there was a lot of talk how this guy was going to be an unbelievable general manager, right? Who would you have replace him? Av. Yeah. Me. You let me coach the New York Rangers, sure. I guarantee you sure. a Stanley Cup. Sure. sure. You guys think I'm kidding. I coached a couple club games at Cortland. I'd win a cup. Would the New York Rangers with that team? You want me to tell you what I'd do? What would you do? Mark Stahl. Give me a 15 second breakdown. uh, I get on a plane. I I have two planes. One plane with everybody that I want on my team and the other plane with Derek Stepan, Mark Stahl, um, who else don't I really like that well? And just them two. And I make sure that that plane flies into a fucking mountain. That's what I do. Boom, there you go. Clear up clear up a bunch of cap space. Probably get a couple draft picks. Bada bing, bada boom. 
Uh, also, as we're watching this, Edmonton's up four nothing in the first period. So game seven. Yeah. Well, I don't know, dude. The Rangers go up four nothing all the time and they lose. So. What else? What else you got on the Rangers? They just suck, dude. What? They're they're a shitty what fucking was, team. What was? What? How? It, how exactly did the puck go in last night? It slid through them, right? There were about four or five Rangers in front, all worried about one person not even focusing on the puck, and the puck just kind of trickled in. Mm. I think it hit off someone's skate and like redirected in. And, and Henrik Lundqvist has played great all fucking playoffs, but last night he fucking played like dick. I mean, they're going to win in the Garden, no doubt. Yeah, let's get Game 6 predictions. What do you guys got? Game 6 predictions. Uh, Senators blow out the Rangers six to one, and AB gets fired after the game. Nah, Rangers are going to win. No, actually, you know what? Sissy's right. The Rangers are going to win. They're they're going to give Rangers us Rangers fans some sort of hope. Five, they're going to give us hope. Five to two. Yeah, they're going to give us hope, dude. And then we're going to go into Game Seven. We're going to get fucking beat, and everybody's going to look. Oh, hey, AB got us to Game Seven. We don't have to fire him. And hey, Mark Stahl got us to Game Seven. We can keep him. He's very valuable. And then this is just going to happen year after fucking year. No, they need to clean house for sure. Year after year, I cannot believe I like this team. Like, if you I, could drop him, and I know you never would. If you could drop him, who would you root for instead right now? Predators, hundred percent. They have passionate, they have passionate fans and Carrie Underwood's on board. Right. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much right now. I'm not even fucking kidding around. If the Rangers traded Zuccarello and it was the same Rangers team right now, minus Zuccarello, I don't think I'd be a Rangers fan. <laughs> I don't. There would be zero heart. They wouldn't even be fun to watch. There'd be no. There's not one player on the Rangers. Where, uh, I like I like Tanner Glass, but I'm not going to root for a team just because of Tanner Glass. So, and he doesn't even fucking play. <laughs> I don't even have a response to that. They stink. They fucking stink. And and I, I love how Kevin doesn't pick up his phone because he knows that I'm right now and he doesn't want to get on the podcast about it. Being a fucking coward, Kevin, calling you out. All right, so remaining series, who do you guys got in the next series? I have Predators. I have Predators, Oilers, Penguins, Senators. I have, I'll go Oilers, Predators, Penguins, and I'll go Rangers just so I can watch you have to do this all over again for another series. Okay. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> Rangers, Penguins, Oilers, and Preds. He looks so The Rangers are going to advance. Stop being so down on yourself. Sisty, you're so cute saying the Rangers are going to advance with so much hope in your little heart that everything's just going to be okay. Just stop being such a sourpuss. The New York Rangers are about to lose to the Ottawa Senators in playoff hockey. Keep saying that in your head. The Rangers, the New York Rangers are going to lose to the Ottawa fucking Senators. The Ottawa Senators, they have Eric Carlson, that's it. They don't have anybody else on their team. And let's say the Rangers do get to the next series. If they struggle... Playing against an Eric Carlson team and he's on one leg, how do you think they're going to do against a Sidney Crosby, a Genny Malkin, an Alex Ovechkin, and a TJ Oshie? The Rangers can play against the Penguins. How'd they, do, how'd they do last year? they do good last year against the Penguins? Not entirely. 
spot. I think it all. I think it all comes back to when you're in the locker room and you're trying to get fired fired up and you're trying to get led by example. And two of the people that have A's on their jerseys are Mark Stahl and Derek Stepan. That's a fucking joke of a franchise. Bottom line. All right. But cleaning house involves not winning a lot. And they still win a lot with what they have. They just Which is extra. why this team stinks. They need a big name. They need a big name. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get Kevin Shattenkirk in the offseason. Everybody's going to fucking pick the Rangers to win the fucking East. And you know what's going to happen Kevin Shattenkirk? He's going to have a good first half of his first year, and then he's going to shit the bed. And by the time he's 35, he's not going to be able to fucking walk. Dude, you guys are going to land some big name. No, we need someone who can score 50 goals. You guys are, what would you do? What would you do if the Rangers cleaned house and then they signed, like, John Tavares? That would be incredible. I would rub that. Nice. Maybe John Tavares doesn't want to sell his condo. Maybe he just doesn't want to go through all that. But he doesn't want to play for the Islanders anymore. Um, I read a report that Ilya Kovalchuk wants to come back to the NHL, and the only two cities he wants to live in is Florida. Or Florida's not a city, but he either wants to live in Florida or he wants to live in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> That's outrageous. I, Kovalchuk would make such a great predator. But imagine like Kovalchuk playing with Yags in Florida. That would be sick. That'd be deadly. I kind of hope he goes to the, the Panthers. That'd be cool because he would just because I feel like Ilya Kovalchuk. He likes the city, New York. But I feel like Ilya Kovalchuk does not like the attention. You he, know what I mean? He'd shit the bed. He'd go to the Rangers again. He'd have a good, great first half, and then he nah. would just fucking shit the bed. He'd be sick on the Rangers. He's also older now. Is Radulov going back to the Canadians? He only signed a one-year deal. That's going to be interesting. I forget who I was talking to, to the other day. I was talking to a Canadian fan. They were convinced that he was going to come back. He was awesome in the playoffs. He's a, He would be a classic Rangers free agency pickup. Yeah, right. I mean, he he would bring heart and a, and a set of balls, so that would be kind of nice to see for the first time in five years. He'd probably be okay. I could see them picking him up and him actually being on there. Dude, him on? That's what I'm saying. The Rangers can retool because people want to play in New York City. Like, regardless of what they do, they can clean house and then they can fucking stack their deck again because that's what happens in New York City. That's what you guys have the ability to do. So why don't they just fucking clean house? Because they can retool quickly. It's hard to it's hard to clean it's hard to clean house when two of the defensemen that you have on the back end are making almost six million dollars a year and they're not even million dollar players. You you have fucking uh, I mean Girardi. Can you buy him out? If they buy out Dan Girardi and they keep Mark Stahl on the team, I won't be a Rangers fan. The thing is, though, Girardi's a playoff warrior in periods one and two. In periods one and two. I was just saying, when a period comes around, he shits the bed every fucking game. I like Dan Girardi's a warrior. I was just saying, if you, if you cut him and then maybe, I mean, I know you don't think it's going to happen, but like Las Vegas has like a cap floor they have to get to. And, like, there is some allure to a guy if he was on the list and he was, like, an assistant captain. Like, you need a couple big names with a couple decent contracts. Stop trying to tease me. Stop trying to get my hopes up that Mark Stahl won't be a New York Ranger next year. You don't have to be so pessimistic. They could rebuild quickly. The only only chance the New York Rangers have to get Mark Stahl off their team is if fucking Pierre Maguire becomes some GM of some shit team like Buffalo. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed the last couple games the Rangers played. Pierre Maguire is convinced that the Rangers' defense on the left side is going to be awesome for years to come because of McDonough and Brady Shea and Mark Stahl. Only chance Mark Stahl's not a New York Ranger if Pierre Maguire becomes a GM and he fucking trades for him, which would be awesome. That would be awesome. Regis Maguire and Mark Stahl going out, have a couple fucking Zimas. 
I wish we could just have an all-star team play like a team that Pierre Maguire assembled. <laughs> I mean, the Rangers at better find whatever money money it takes to keep Brady Shea on their team, though. Yeah, they Brady, will. They have to. Brady they Shea and to. Ryan McDonough should be on the Rangers. They're going to hold it down for the next 10 years. That's your future. That is exactly your future. And then you guys, do you have a first-round pick this year? Probably not. Um, yeah, no, we do. We do. Actually, here's a funny story. Uh, listener of the program, Tyler ba- Tyler Ballantyne used to work for the Rangers. He was like an intern or something with like sales, but he would he would kind of be involved in the corporate life. And he was telling me one day he was walking by uh, Gorton's. It was either Gorton or Sather's office, and like all like the big like name people were in there, like Av Gorton, uh, Buka Boom, like everybody who kind of makes the decisions of the organization. And I guess Gorton was fucking going nuts. And he's like, we can't fucking win with these stupid fucking contracts. Which, assuming, probably meant Mark Stahl and Dan Girardi. So I think he kind of knows what the fuck's going on. I just don't understand. Do you think... Seriously. Like, serious, serious, serious. Do you think A.V. actually thinks he's a good hockey player? Or do you think he just plays him because he makes that much money? Yeah, I think either way it's inexcusable. But like, what is it? What is his rationale for putting him out on the ice? Uh, much better. Anything is fucking better, dude. Name someone. Jimmy Stop Collins, Ryan Lee, Adam Clendenning, Steve Kampfer, Hal Gill, Tom Pody, Rich Pilon, <laughs> Darius Kasparitis. I would take every single one of those fucking people over Mark Stahl, and half of them haven't played in the league for ten years. Shout out to Tom Pody getting bullied by Sean Avery. Hard. <laughs> yeah, the Rangers need to pursue Shattenkirk very hard in the offseason. That was another thing I loved seeing was Sean Avery calling out Derek Stepan about telling Hank to relax. Do you think Sean Avery used to just make fun of Derek Stepan all the time? <laughs> Probably. Which, did they like him in the locker room? Sean Avery? Yeah. Yeah, they liked uh, Avery. Avery was a Ranger, dude. They liked, they liked Avery, I think, for the most yeah. part. Like the guy, the people who mattered liked him. Oh, we got a fight. Cogliano and David DeHarnett. Is that who it is? Who's 36? Oh, Nikagula. Great podcast. Sorry, that's just a, that's a weird fight. That fight doesn't happen every day. Cogliano, you're a warrior, bud. Rangers win game six by three goals. Then they win game seven. Then they play Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh in six. And then they win the cup? Yeah. Play Nashville. Like, right. it, I'd be pumped if the Rangers won the cup, dude, but at this point, like, I'd be kind of pissed if this is the Rangers team that won the cup. If that makes any sense? That team, no, with, that, team that had, like, Prust and, like, Bickle... And, and Boyle, you remember that team? That fucking, I, I think they lost to the Devils in, in the playoffs. That team was sick. With, like, Dubinsky and all those guys. Like, that was a fucking hard team. That was a fun team to watch, a fun team to get behind. This team, I just, if it wasn't for Zuccarello, I just wouldn't even fucking care. But the Rangers are just, like, Eastern Conference Warriors. Like, they, they always go deep, but then they lose. They can uh, never make it far enough. So, we'll see again this year. I don't know. If you're still listening to this, we apologize. I, I've just had a really fucking... I've had, I've had just like a really rough couple of days, guys. No one, no 
one was listening to that for like the last like 15 <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I just kept repeating myself over and over like Mark Stahl hate Rangers suck just like on repeat. Um And you guys got anything for the fucking post show, dude? No. I don't. I mean, I think you need some help or something. Personally or the Rangers? <laughs> yeah, you're in a funk. Yeah, I'm um, in a funk, man. Question, side question actually. How old is Ronta? 28, I think. Is he that young? Yeah, he's not that old. I looked that up earlier this year. How old is Hank? 35? I don't know. So they're going to hold on to him probably, right? As our next goalie? I don't. We have a Russian kid who's supposed to be sick. Oh, cool. It's just short skin or something. If you guys like care about this, but... Scott Darling got signed. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna be I, the uh, Hurricanes' new guy. I really like Scott Darling. Like CD Select, humane. He's done it all. Yeah. Then kicked off like every team. But <laughs> I mean, isn't am I the only one that thinks I think he's a good goalie? Isn't that a lot of money? Or is how, that what he like? How, no, dude. How, wasn't it like four million dollars a year? It was like four million dollars a year for four years. Yeah. He. Uh, I think what Carolina's doing, they're just gonna try to do what Edmonton did with Cam Talbot. That's yeah, essentially that's what, they're that's exactly do. what they're doing. I mean, dude, if you look at the Hurricanes, they almost made the playoffs, and they haven't had goaltending the last, like, four years. Like, they'll probably make the playoffs next year. No, you're right. You're probably right on that. I mean, like, dude, how crazy would it be if Cam Talbot won a ring before Henrik Lundqvist? It's, like, how it, is that? That's probably what's going to happen. Talbot's a good goalie, though. Talbot's a very I good goalie. I did not expect be as good as he was when he came over there. I was hoping he was. I Because, dude, the Oilers, they had, like, Ben Scrivens, Devin Dubnik. They had, like, a bunch of, like, type, just, like, weird goalies that kind of wanted a shot, and none of them would, you know, really do anything. Do anything. And then Cam Talbot, I mean, honestly, though, if the, if the Oilers never got Connor McDavid, like... Probably be a tougher go. A way tougher go, dude. They, they wouldn't even make the playoffs. Can you imagine... Can you imagine, like, being a goalie in the last, like, eight years for the Oilers, how tough that must have been? Yeah, and now to see where they're at now. Can you imagine being, ta- can you imagine being Taylor Hall, like, just waiting for Connor McDavid to come? He finally comes. You get shipped off to New Jersey for Adam Larson, and you're, like, cocky about it because everybody's like, I can't believe that's all they got for Taylor Hall. And now they're, like, Adam Larson's playing, like, 25, 30 minutes a game in the playoffs. Yeah. And you get tra- you get traded to another team that gets the first overall pick in the draft. Yeah. Speaking of which, fucking Colorado Avalanche have to be pretty pissed off about that. Yeah, did you talk to Dale about that? Yeah, uh, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, dude. <laughs> like, this year's draft sucks anyways. Yeah, I don't yeah, really know no. much. I think the number one guy's supposed to be American, though, right? No, there's the Swiss kid, isn't there? Hershire. Hershire, and then there's Patrick, who's a Canadian kid. Oh, uh, that's what I was talking about. Great. Neither of them are that great. I don't know. But, all right, guys. Well, that was this week's Morning Skate. Next week, I'll either be very happy or very sad. Uh, make sure you tune in. I think either way, it's going to be electric. Uh, in one can- in one choice, it's going to be me convincing myself that the Rangers have a legitimate shot of going to the Cup. And then the other one, I'm just going to be very sad. I'm just going to say, hey, guys, listen, I told everybody so. So, um, thanks again. If you haven't, follow us on Twitter. We're at morning underscore skate. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Oh, quick shout out. Who's who are the people that always retweet our shit and like listen to it? Was it Jeff Demke? Demke. Demke. Shout out to Demke. Shout out to Tiggy. 
Uh, we're gonna try to get about it. We got two fans. Yeah, they're big fans though. They love our shit. So, uh, quick shout out to you guys, and uh, hope hopefully everybody has a better fucking week than I did.
Southeast Road.